0: I'm Sabrina.
1: I'm Alyssa, and we are so excited to be doing this podcast. It's been something we've been thinking about doing. Well, I've been thinking about doing it for a long time, and I wanted to do this with my best friend. Aww. Oh, so, oh, so cheesy! I know. <laughs> um, this is going to be an adventure. Um, I don't ever talk about my life, but I feel like. Um, a huge reason we wanted to start this podcast was because a ton of people don't really tell you what it's like after you graduate college. It's just kind of this, like, now what phase? Now what's next? Everything's been planned out for our lives up until then, and we've been trying to keep it together.
0: Yeah. I mean, everything since graduating college has been so up in the air from
1: uh, from where I graduated to where I am now. Mm-hmm. Oh, disclaimer. We are in New York City. Um, we are both a year out uh, from graduating from the Ohio State University. Go Bucks, Go Bucks, it's Go Bucks, it's Go Bucks. <laughs> As always, um, and we wanted to be able to try and connect with people and share our stories, and hopefully others uh, can share in our our stories and our experiences and our pain of being post grad and trying to make it through life in and, and whatever aspect that may be, and we, we just hope we can connect with different people and be able to start something.
0: Yeah. So, mm-hmm. welcome, guys. This is it. Welcome to our Here we are.
1: <laughs> we are fun. I think we're fun. I don't well, know. I don't know. We just I mean, do a lot of degenerate things together. We have We have some friends. It's really each other.
0: I mean, yeah, but I mean, there's other people that yeah, like okay. us that want to hang out with us.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've all just kind of moved in different cities or worked different jobs at different hours. Um, it gets hard sometimes. Yeah. We're always holding down the fort. Um, so one thing we want to do each week is something kind of fun. It's called treat of the Week. And each week we're gonna bring something from either the city or something from a major store, or baked good, or alcoholic drink or non-alcoholic drink that we think is something fun and good, and you should go out and try
0: something to uh, treat yourself with after a long week of adult. adulting. Oh, oh, oh wow,
1: <laughs> that was almost. This is why we're doing this. All right, sync with each other. Okay. <laughs> um. So today's treat of the week is prosciutto wrapped in mozzarella, and it is life-changing. Picked it up from my favorite grocery store, Gata Valentina. It is this Italian grocery store that is heaven on earth. If you've never been, you need to go. Yes. And if there's not one in your city, well, I'm sorry.
0: But if you are in New York City, it is in the Upper East Side. Uh, I don't
1: it's in a couple locations, midtown, Upper East. Okay. It's it's kind of all over. It's, I've it's never, not secluded to just my neighborhood.
0: Well, I never passed it and then he told me about it today and I was like, What? I thought you were gonna say Valentino Khan, because you're always talking about oh, him. Oh,
1: don't get me talking about my husband like that. Man, what a guy. You know I finally ordered one of the shirts with his mustache? <laughs> Valentino Khan is a legend, up and coming. If you've never listened to him, you need to listen to him. But Let's have one of these treats. because oh, yes. They look so good. Before we go on. We've already had one of them before we started. Yeah, we were sorry, guys.
0: We were, we were fiddling around with the microphones. Oh, Lula, don't you even. So, so we have
1: so a guest today. We have a guest. Our it's very cat. first
0: guest. <laughs> Lula. Yes, Lula is my cat that I graduate, not graduate, I bought before I um, graduated college because I was stressed out. I mean, we were <laughs> so. all stressed out. I was like, Let me, let me just get a cat from a shelter, Yeah, no problem, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but she's great. I love her, no
1: regrets, so if there's any meowing or us yelling at something named Lula, you know who it is, but she's really sweet, she's very cute, man, graduation,
0: I know, uh, so a lot, I've been seeing all the graduation posts on Facebook. Me all the feels. All the people in the grade below us are grad, well, graduated yesterday. Mine are two grades below. Yeah, you're two two grades Well, you did the victory lap, that's why.
1: Yeah, that victory lap was nice. My extra football season. Worth it. I mean, I took eight classes my last semester of college, so I'm not entirely sure if it was worth it, but I probably should have just done the full fifth year.
0: I know, what's wrong with you?
1: I really was just so over and done with school and papers and tests and all just that bullshit. I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's like,
0: damn it. I know. Can I go back? <laughs> I know. Can no, I go I mean... back to
1: living off of High Street to right next to Bullwinkles? Okay. If <laughs> any of you are from Columbus, Ohio, and you've never been to Bullwinkles across from Ohio State campus, let me tell you. You need to go. It's life-changing. Oh, bull
0: ankles. Love you, Love ya, yeah. one-eyed it's, bullhead. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so bad. No, but it's crazy, like, seeing all these photos. I mean, I'm seeing girls from the, the sorority that I was a part of who I helped rush, and, and they're graduating, and there's... It's just crazy, because I remember being 21, and these girls were 18, and it's like, wow, time is flying, and none of them have any idea what they're getting themselves into. No. I mean some are if they're doing grad school or dental school or law school or that route. They have a little bit more time.
0: I mean, yeah, like if, if you're planning on going back into school, I mean, that's what I thought I was doing last year and then Yeah, I remember. Nope. JK yeah. Yeah. uh decided last minute that I didn't want to go to grad school, so didn't don't get into any grad school. Shot a little too high for the stars there, but um <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I, um, I see it as a blessing. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm here in New York City. If I would have just went into grad school, I probably wouldn't be here right now. And I'm happy. I'm, I'm doing the things that I like to do. So in the city, I am a uh, group fitness instructor. I work at this great CrossFit gym.
1: Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Um, okay.
1: <laughs> I like to think that I was a proponent for think. helping Sabrina get her job. Because I joined this gym, and Sabrina, you came up for your birthday, and last year, when you were starting to think about coming to New York, and I was like, "Just come back and pass your resume out to June's. and you did that.
0: Yeah, like I mm-hmm. so in June. So let's let's backtrack a little bit here. So when I graduated, I was like still kind of, uh, I might stay in Ohio, I might not. Well, and there then was something also... something happened in like June, and um, I don't know. I just kind of like made my full decision. I was like, I'm gonna move to
1: well, you decided New to... York. And, a little selfish, and there's nothing wrong with being selfish.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, when I when I was here in June, um, I walked all up and down Second Avenue, and I just put in my resume to like every single gym I could find.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I was I, lucky enough. And I had
1: talked her up to the manager at our gym.
0: Yeah. So I was lucky enough that I did end up getting a call. And what really helped me out was that I I don't know why I still had my Ohio address on my resume, but still had my Ohio address. And so the manager at the gym was like, holy crap, I'm also from Columbus. Like, why don't you come in for an interview? And it just kind of...
1: Small world, man. Small world. I mean, you, you kind of did the same thing I did. We both graduated and then we got very lucky and got jobs, I mean, very quickly.
0: I mean, I was not even a shoo-in for the job. I remember it was mid-June when they called me and I was still in Ohio and mm-hmm. they were like, when are you moving here? And I was like, July 1st, and keep in mind, at that point, I did not have an apartment lined up, I had no other potential jobs lined up, yep. I was just kind of, just just going for it, throwing it all out there, yeah. Um. so I'm lucky enough that they liked me, I don't know, I guess I'm <laughs> charming and qualified, uh, but... I mean, the
1: same thing happened with me, I, I ended up getting my job offer the day before graduation, and they said, when are you moving to New York, and I said, January 1, and... After the phone call, I was like, oh, shit, I'm moving to New York City in three weeks. And it was just like, what do I do? I mean, I had I had all my stuff in Ohio, and it's not like I could give everything back to Florida, which is where I'm from. Um, so I literally sold my entire apartment, all my furniture. <laughs> I came to New York with three suitcases and one, not even a very big moving box of, like, all my winter clothes. Being a Floridian and like having to transition to winter is one of the most difficult things in the entire world because there is just no concept of what is cold and what is winter. So I came out here with just minimal possessions and was just like, let's do the damn thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what I did too. I, when I moved here, so let's see, in two weeks, I had moved out of my apartment in Columbus, moved back to Youngstown, and then packed up two suitcases of like my life and got on a plane with also mm-hmm. my book bag and my guitar. And
1: you're it's such like, a musician, um, my book bag and my guitar. Yeah.
0: I mean, I was going to, I was going to, me, I was going <laughs> to bring my guitar. <laughs> That's who I am. Um, so yeah. And I mean, I'm just no. doing it. Um, luckily we both have, super supportive parents who let this happen. Cause... Yeah, I
1: mean, we're both in a position where not a ton of people can do it. But not even that. I think it's also a mentality thing. Like, yeah, we both come from similar backgrounds, of from small towns, where the majority of people usually either move back home after college, or a lot of them stay in their college town, or they, they kind of just continue on to grad school, and not a lot of people really... I mean, there are people who break out from the mold and, and kind of go out and do something crazy like we did. Yeah. Being literally everything we know and yeah. moving to a city where we don't know anybody. Um,
0: I mean, it's scary. It, nobody, yeah, it's terrifying. Nobody
1: teaches, nobody can tell you what it's like until you're out there doing it. And I mean, that's a huge thing of this podcast is that we hope we can tell people our experiences and give a little bit of insight of what our adulting life yeah. has been thus far. Yeah, And hope that people can share in the same stories of just trying to make it and just trying to be decent humans.
0: I mean, so lesson number one, if you can, you know, move away, go do something crazy, do it. But be a little bit more prepared than us. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, you don't
1: even necessarily have to be prepared. I think the only plan you have to know is where you're going uh, city-wise, not life-wise. yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, so, like, we live in just this generation where, like, we're very focused on our own happiness, and we live for, like, a very long time now, if if we're lucky, mm-hmm. and one of the main driving forces to me moving here to New York City was, what do I want to look back on when I'm, like, yep. 85 years old, like, in a yep. nursing home, or, like, talking to my own grandchildren? Like, what do I want to tell them about? Like, yeah. What I did with my life,
1: Preacher girl. Um,
0: so if I had the, so since I had the opportunity to do this, I had my full support of my parents. I was lucky enough that I already had a friend in this city. Um Hello. When I went for it, <laughs> I was scared <laughs> to get me movie. wrong. I was terrified. <laughs> I remember the night before I flew out here, I did not sleep at all. Mm-hmm. I was so, oh my god, I was so anxious.
1: Yeah, I mean, my first month out here was pretty rough. I, I didn't have. And, I mean, I, I had had two very loose connections, like my freshman roommate from college was out here, and then I had another friend who I hadn't spoken to in like four years, um, so it was coming out here alone, and you know, I, if there's anyone out there considering moving to a new city where you don't know anybody, you don't have a space or a place, and you want to just go and have an adventure, do it. Like Nike says, just, just do it. do it. No, but seriously, because if you don't do it now, when, are, when else are you going to do it? Uh, For young, if you're mm-hmm. in your 20s, 30s, 40s, it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're always going to regret the choices you didn't do, you're not necessarily going to, at least in my opinion, you don't regret the choices you make. You, you regret the choices you don't make. Mm-hmm. And My dad told me that when I was younger, and it was like the one thing I've always kind of kept with me is continue doing things and I would rather look at something and been like wow that was pretty crazy than like wow I wish I would have done that
0: yeah mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah yeah and I mean our lives since moving here have been
1: <clears throat> wires so
0: just like the just like the little things that happen to us I look back and I'm like holy crap like this would not happen to me if I was still in Youngstown Ohio you know
1: mm-hmm. so yep I mean... Little things like, having dinner with Jennifer Lopez!
0: <laughs> oh my <God. gasps> Alright, rephrase that sentence. You didn't have dinner mm-hmm. with her.
1: I did, okay? <laughs> we had a conversation. She recommended the creme brulee and the gelato. And her mom was really nice. So it was at this great restaurant uh, in Soho. I was out with one of my mom's best friends and they were in town visiting and they got this recommendation for a restaurant called Little Prince. It's just a different American style food. I mean, it's all really good and they have really good drinks and they had recommended the restaurant because they had said she's filming a movie in the city on Prince street. There were trucks lined up like all day. So we're walking there. We're like, Oh, the trucks are gone. Like a doubt. She's in the area. And we walk in and I'm the first one in the restaurant. I was like, no shit. This is not real. And the only open table in the restaurant was hers. So naturally I know we're going to be seated there. And they bring us over, and I'm trying to keep my composure because they're just she's just out trying to have a nice dinner. was out with her mom and her best friend, mm-hmm. and it took every single ounce of my being to not say, "What's up, Jenny from the block?"
0: I was I was about to ask. Like, <laughs> did, did,
1: I really wanted to say like, but it's one of those things too with celebrities. Like you never want to invade their personal space, but like also, it was Jennifer fucking Lopez. Yeah, like that's massive. And I mean, we kept our composure for the most part. Um, it wasn't until they got up. Well, no, it was really when they brought over them dessert and we were literally talking about their desserts. And her mom was like, Oh, which one are you talking about? And then JLo leans over and was like, you need to get this one. I was like, Oh, that one looks like it was, that was the creme brulee one. And she was like, just go for the good shit. I was like, I'm going to go for the good shit. JLo.
0: You're telling me to go for the good shit.
1: If JLo kind of eat gelato and creme brulee, So can I. But she's just as fabulous in person as you see in pictures. She's even more beautiful. Um, I'm still starstruck by it because that's, (laughs) I'm going to talk about it forever. She was one seat away from me (laughs) on the booth. She was. She was. Her best friend was next to me, the boxer. I don't know his name. I just know that he's a boxer. Yeah, dude, I don't don't know. I I have no idea. I don't follow. But the funny part was my my mom's friend's daughter, she has an Apple watch. And so we were trying to be like very discreet, like texting people that were sitting next to Jennifer Lopez. So she did this thing with her watch because you can talk into the watch and text. So she's holding her arm up like this, like a spy. And the security guards then start forming a circle around her table. Like there were three security guards outside, one inside, and one like super close. And all of a sudden, every time she would try and text in her watch the security guard would come closer. And it was just the most stressful thing <laughs> of my life, thinking I was going to be escorted out because my friend was texting on her watch. It was so weird. But it's yeah. life-changing experience. I mean, that was like,
0: um, what was that? Like two, three weeks ago, um, when I was like a seat away from Steve Aoki. Oh, and you and didn't say anything I to him. I didn't anything.
1: Why? So- At least... You know, when I said something was an appropriate time, they were leaving the restaurant, and I said, hey, congrats on your new movie. Can't wait to see it.
0: So, backstory. um, For my birthday, my mom came into town, and I was blessed enough that she got us Hamilton tickets. I'm still jealous. So, like, I was still, like, already on cloud nine, because I was, like, watching Hamilton. And we sat down, and these two people in front of us, it's this guy and this girl, and he turns around... And he like goes respect, and he fist bumps, he fist bumps the dude <coughs> sitting next to my mom, and I was like, what? And like I looked at him closely, and I recognized like the the beard mustache thing.
1: I mean his long hair and his long hair. Come on, his hair is down to his ass. It was literally one of those moments
0: where like you're sitting there and you're thinking about it, and then your eyes get wide, or like like that moment from Friends when Joey like puts two new together that Eat that was food. Ross's sweater. <laughs> was <laughs> not <laughs> where it was going. Oh, my God. Or man.
1: puts two and two together when Monica and Chandler are sleeping together. That,
0: too. Mm-hmm, uh, but mm-hmm. it was it was literally, like, that moment for me. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm, like, texting my friends. And nobody wants to believe me. And I'm like, why? Why would I lie? She,
1: she did take that Snapchat video. That I briefly showed him. That was a, quote, unquote, <laughs> photo of your mom.
0: Yes. So I took, I, I, like, did, like, a video thing of the stage. then I went to do a video of my mom. And I like got Steve in the background, and I also took a picture of my mom. And my mom was thinking that I was just taking a nice photo of her when, in reality, I was just trying to get Steve in the background. Naturally. Um, (laughs) So yeah, but I didn't say hi uh, because it looked like he was on a date with a girl, and I just I don't know. You could have asked. I didn't want to be rude, and also like my my mom was sitting next to him. Like it was it was just like if I would have been sitting next to him, maybe it would have been like a different story. But, no, but
1: I get it. It's it's weird because, like, I didn't want to be rude. Like, I knew who he was. Because, you know, if the roles were reversed, you wouldn't want to be bombarded all the time. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, one he, thing he if you're seeing someone at an event or, like, they're clearly out for, like, a paparazzi thing or a public outing or, or some type of fan greeting. Like, they're clearly out for that. But then there's, like, these other cases where it's, like, they're just people trying to hang. Jalen mm-hmm. was just trying to have dinner with her mom and her best friend. Yeah. Steve Aoki was just trying to see Hamilton with a girl. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I get
0: it. I just I also didn't want to be like that person. Like I just I just didn't want to be rude. I didn't want him to be like uh
1: like oh another, uh, another
0: fan, Oh, not now. You know. I don't yeah, I don't I don't sure. think he would have been like that. He seems like a nice guy. I mean he throws cakes at people. He caked me uh, yeah, you know what? I put two truths and a lie on my um hinge profile. Tell me
1: that's one of your two truths and a lie. Well,
0: it is one of my two truths, and I matched with a guy who also got caked by Steve Aoki.
1: When were you caked by Steve Aoki? No, a guy like I was saying lie? also for you. Yeah, I guess I could put that as a
0: So I've never been caked by Steve Aoki. I God, was, it was saying that a
1: truly enlightening experience.
0: Did you actually get to eat any of the cake?
1: I mean, it was all over my face. So... But, like,
0: any of the actual, like, sponge No, that's
1: not, part. that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the point. That he just throws cake in your face. Y'all you are, like
0: doing it wrong. I not want to be able to eat the cake. I mean,
1: I want to be able to eat the cake as well. <laughs> I mean, that would also be great, but...
0: Come on. And also, do you know, like, how, like, expensive good cakes are?
1: Like, ugh, I
0: don't want to waste that money. Like, get in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't. Man. But, like, with celebrities nowadays, I feel like we know so much of their lives, but we don't. We're, we're so close to like what they're doing, but we're so, so far away from the truth. Like how how would we ever known that Steve Aoki was in town going to a show? Or like, how else would somebody know that JLo is, is filming a movie here? It's not like they're out posting about that stuff. They're posting about other things. It's, I mean, it's everything with social media. You put out what you want people to see. Like Kanye West. Let's talk about that. <sighs> his twitter it's uh, there are so many conspiracy theories about what his twitter actually is whether he's about to put out a huge performance piece which i think it is or if he's really just tweeting what he feels
0: i don't know i mean it could be a little bit of both because i mean he's always kind of like talked that way
1: he's always i think has have had some artistic meaning or background to what he does but also who hurt kanye (laughs) <laughs> who made him start angrily tweeting all of these different things? I mean, don't get me wrong. They're great because he's never been really vocal on social media. So now I think people are trying to resonate with him and like be on with him or, or know his life because everybody knows the Kardashians life.
0: Yeah. But I mean, I don't, he was, he was a private person before. Cause I like, I remember somebody was talking to me around the time when North was born. I think it was. He was very hesitant about, like, having, like, North on camera and stuff like that. Like, he just, like, wasn't about it.
1: I mean, the Kardashians in general do a really good job about not having their kids, like, their children be the spotlight of the show. Courtney's kids are not really on it as much. Kim's kids aren't on it, really. hmm now chloe has got a baby. I feel like I've been on a pregnancy journey with her. Again, on like, social she, media. Like when she would tweet out that she would have cravings, I would have those cravings. I love Ploy Cash. Like she's my You didn't have a baby. No. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. Never was pregnant. I am very confused. Never were, was never was pregnant. Were
0: you doing that thing that like some husbands do where they're like sympathy pregnant? Yeah.
1: Dude a hundred and ten percent come on! She, after she had the announcement, she was so public with it. She was letting people in on her journey and on her experiences, and people were following and eating that shit up.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of people were excited for it. I know there, I remember, so I don't really watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians that often. Um, I've got a few episodes, but I remember watching an episode where Chloe uh, found out that it would be, like, really, really hard for her to get pregnant, and then also, like, You know, Kim had her own problems with pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's
1: this whole thing of, like, we see their lives to a point.
0: mm -hmm.
1: To a point. And we always want to know what's going on. Like, we we will casually talk about these people. Like, oh, my gosh. Did you see Chloe's new workout line or new good American line? Or, like, did you hear Tristan's cheating on her? You know, like, they're going through something super personal. But we know what's happening.
0: Yeah, and I mean, we or, talk or about we it
1: like to know what's happening.
0: Well, we, we talk about it like we talk about like our own friends.
1: Yeah, you know? we do. It's, There's like a ton of celebrities we do that with. This, I mean, this is just an example, but like, there are so many out there. You with Haley Williams? I love her.
0: Oh my god, I still okay. I have to, I have to talk about this story because <laughs> she she's seen my name like once. And that's good enough for me to say that she knows me. (laughs) She knows. She knows. So
1: she knows my name.
0: Back in 2014, I finally, after like almost 10 years of Love and Paramore, I finally got to a concert and my my mother, bless her soul, got me pit tickets. Um, Wow. So I was like right there. And I got this bomb picture of the band when it was over. And I remember I posted it to Instagram and like a... Like a Paramore fan picture account tweeted it, and then Mm Haley Williams retweeted it. Well, they gave me credit for the photo, and my Instagram name is my first and last name. So I just I just remember I saw it happen. I saw that she retweeted it, and I just remember I was sitting in the car and I was screaming. And the guy that I was dating at the time, he thought that like (laughs) that something was wrong with me. He almost almost crashed the car. Yeah, it was Nick. Poor guy. I knew, I
1: knew, poor guy.
0: <laughs> oh, but yeah. So I mean,
1: it's fine. When Valentino Khan added me on Snapchat, I thought the world was going to shake. I did. I really did. I screamed. Again, I... if you if you don't listen to Valentino Khan, you need to listen to Valentino Khan. What a guy! What a guy! I can't with you, man. Mech Alice today. Is it today? It is today. It is today. I'm, I'm actually really excited to see people's outfits. I'm so intrigued by it. It's, it's called Sunday's, wear your Sunday's best, a.k.a. it's Catholic themed. So it's going to be really interesting to see what's going down. There
0: yeah, was- I can't even, I don't even know. In my head, I'm not picturing very flattering outfits. No.
1: How many people are going to show up in some form of a priest or nun type of thing?
0: No way. I don't think they'd do that.
1: I hope not. I I, I really hope not. It's, It's one thing to call it Sunday's best, but I was reading this article that said it's Catholic Sunday's best, and I'm like, who thinks of these things? Who comes and says, yes, this is right? So many questions. I um, don't Not uh-huh. a lot of questions, not a lot of answers.
0: Sometimes I don't even understand fashion. So there's that, too. God, so I'm, I, I'm not the
1: best person to ask. I don't understand fashion. Like, when we went to Fashion Week this year? <laughs> god. Oh, my god. The gosh. whole experience was just, wow.
0: I mean, so his, the the guy that we saw. Zangtois. Zangtois. Mm-hmm. I thought his clothes were cool looking. I don't have a problem with were. these outfits. There were just people wearing outfits to the show. Yeah, was no, like, it
1: wasn't, it wasn't even happening? the line that we saw. It was what everybody else was wearing. I was like, you know, do you have a mirror in your house? Does this really look that good? Oh, Luna's going for the cord. She wants to go for it. She's going for it. She sees that squirt bottle and she runs. Yes.
0: I don't yeah. actually spray her disclaimer, y'all. I don't harm my I don't harm my cat. I love her. She does. Just have to. She's just have to do a little bit of. Hey, you can't do this.
1: Yeah. Now she's looking over here, like, why you do this to me? Why can't I be sitting with you guys? Man, <laughs> there's been a couple of new albums that have been coming out lately. They're really, really good. UK's oh yeah. Ah, uh, Uke's new album. I love him. Also, disclaimer: we are huge EDM fans. We're we're fans of other music too, but lately I feel like there's been a ton. Going on in the EDM world.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. Lately it's been I've been listening to a lot of EDM music. But I mean I'm also I'm also like a huge fan of like pop and like hip hop, like rock. RB soul and especially rock. I was in a rock band. Of course I love rock music. Yeah, you were.
1: Can't Remember forget that. The fall. Oh god. Please don't. Her <laughs> band is on YouTube if you really stop. Look it up. Remember the fall. I Sabrina hate was the front one. Why? anything. Hey, you're the one that's trying to go in the music industry. I know, but. It's going to come out <laughs> eventually. I know. Might as well come out now. She was really good. She would do shows around Columbus, and she killed it every time. I'm just so, like, she just, just shy, so shy about myself. I know. <sighs> there was one show I was so proud of. You had on these, like, knee-high fishnet things, and you, like, had, you looked like old-school emo. I remember you had really long hair and it was all your video. The big, thick eyeliner. It was the show at the Potato Place. Oh! Mm, the pota- yeah. Remember the Potato Place? Yeah. Potato Ta- because-
0: Heads. Potato Heads.
1: <laughs> That's it. Oh, Columbus. <laughs> Columbus venues, man, were weird. Mm.
0: Yes, that you always did a fun venue.
1: It was a good venue. I
0: think, yeah. Uh, I had some good times playing in Columbus. But, anyways, back to the albums. Um, so yes, Uke's album is, is great. And if wow. you can okay. go see cool. his, if you can go see one of his shows, highly recommend it. We went, it was before it I was, was like, before the
1: album dropped too. it was, it was
0: before the album dropped. And well, like, I recently listened dropped
1: earlier in April. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I think we saw him back in like November or whatever. And it was like, I listened to his music, but I wasn't so deep into his music like I am now. Um, and obsessed. it was his show that, like, really just, like, sold me. Like, his show was awesome. Loved it.
1: No, he's great. He I think he's one of the... He's so talented. He plays the piano. I believe he plays the saxophone as well.
0: I mean, that would Correct explain the song, Thief, but...
1: It, I I really believe... I think he's the one that's playing the saxophone in the song. And I think there's a lot of DJs out there now that get a bad rep for not being musically inclined and they're like, oh, I'm just on a computer. Da, 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 yeah. not on music. No, it's... We, we both try to get into production and, and working with Ableton and really trying to understand it, and it is such a humbling experience to see these DJs put out this type of music. It is incredible, and you have to have an ear for it. I mean, look at Alice in Wonderland. You know, she was... In her AMA Reddit, she came out and said that she went to school for classical music. Her brand new album, Awake, features her playing the cello. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, yeah. In, in, in yeah. Good Enough, I believe it is.
0: Oh, my God. In the God. opening
1: and... song. Oh, yeah. And she even played the cello at Coachello.
0: Yes, because I remember seeing that video. That Coachella. was just, like, that was awesome. But, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's hard shit, ladies and gentlemen.
1: It is. It's not an easy industry to be in, and, and it's one of those I have a ton of respect for musicians in general, and I have an even higher respect for those who do work in the electronic dance field because it's, I think, so much more difficult trying to mesh together so many different pieces all at once and, and trying to find that sound that's that's so different. I mean, Allison has done such a good job with it; she's completely killed it. She worked with Chief Keith yeah, and Trippy Red, who's also worked with Diplo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's so good. And Gastly's also put out his album.
0: I have not had a chance to listen to his yet.
1: I, I've, I've peeked at a couple of tracks.
0: <laughs> Peaked. I've, I've taken a gander.
1: I've taken a gander. I want to listen to the whole thing, but it's, it's so good. He, I believe it came out Friday, this past Friday. And um, it, it's incredible. Um, there's, there's so much music coming out this summer from, from so many different artists. It's, like, one of those things I want to see all the concerts, all the shows.
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. Concert season. Mm-hmm. Coming at you about it.
1: I feel like that's how I deal with life is going to shows <laughs> and, and going to concerts and, and kind of forgetting about life a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. You just kind of get lost in music with people and, like, for, like, two hours you can forget about all stupid crap that's mm-hmm. going on Yeah, outside of there.
1: Or it's a way to, like, kind of find of, like... How to relate to somebody? Yeah. Um. Aloham, another artist that has just come out of the woodwork. She's worked with Lose the Child. Her whole, a lot of her album is about her anxiety and her, her battles with it. Um. She was tweeting out the other day. I was follow I follow her on Twitter, tweeting out how she's bringing an anxiety blanket with her on tour, and it is got she's just going. She's so public about her mental health, and she's so public about her journey, and her whole album is is truly about that and trying to be yourself in a world where people and and can hurt you based off your 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 flaws and your and your faults and she's just like screw it i'm gonna be me and you're either like me for me or goodbye
0: yeah i mean this this life is way like this this life can be way too short um
1: so don't really get all deep on how you This is are. supposed to be a fun podcast. I mean, when
0: you think about it, though, like, it really is. Um, you know, I I know two people who are, like, really close to my age that unfortunately passed away last year. And it's like, it, I mean, that was also a push for me to move to New York because I was like, holy crap. Like, you never yeah, know. I mean,
1: there are things that happen in life that, that drive us to do the things we want to do.
0: So, yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, it's very, it's very tough thing to be very open about yourself and Mm -hmm. props to you if you have the courage to do that, but also like,
1: Hey, we're trying to, podcast.
0: sometimes you just got to say, screw it. Like this life is too short for me to care way too much about what people think about me and, Mm -hmm. you know, be worried too much about just little things, you know,
1: for sure, for sure, for sure. And hopefully we can keep it together.
0: Somehow, <laughs> I'm Somehow. Sorry. that way. to keep it slide together. Slide it I... in
1: there really quickly. Oh. oh, I hated every second of it. <laughs> sure you did. Sure you did. You were with one being real punny before we started recording. That was before. And
0: and I'm not punny now. Boy, so, saw dude. I hate you.
1: <laughs> we were trying to figure out intros and outros because we've never done this before. We, we were not experts or, or any professionals in, in any of this. We're just two people who want to make people laugh and talk about our lives. And we were going on this one intro, There, this group of friends we were we knew in college. It was low-key, super douchey to say, but everybody said it all the time. And it was, saw dude. saw dude. saw Man, I don't miss those days. I
0: wanted that to die as soon as it started.
1: Yeah, but we were on that train for a while. The saw train. Uh, just, I said it mostly just to fit in. Yeah, I just wanted me. friends. <laughs> just one friends. Now here we are. That's actually how we became friends, kind of. That kind group.
0: of. Not that so thing. Oh God, no! Well,
1: I looped you in.
0: You looped me into the saw. But...
1: Sometimes I just text you that I just annoy you because I knew it annoyed so... you. Saw. So... Saw. Oh God. Man. Man. This has been a pretty good first episode.
0: I would say so, yes.
1: And maybe. Maybe, kinda of, sort of. I'm still really nervous about all of this but um,
0: I mean you're the one that gets to go ahead and listen to this later and edit everything out.
1: I'm not gonna edit everything out.
0: I no. I just like edit it and like freak it out. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Um, <sighs> thank you guys for listening. It's been a journey for this first episode and, and we hope to continue to putting out more things and sharing our lives and yeah people hope really... can <laughs> relate to our degenerate asses and have some fun with it um again i'm alyssa oh, i'm sabrina <laughs> and thanks for keeping it together with us and we'll see you next week
0: keeping it together i'm sure it's why